years ago, brother, you know, we used to record a lot of our sermons. As a matter of fact, we got a whole big old box full of them on video. Um, it's going to take some time to put it to DVD. Let, let me tell y'all something that I believe to be the, the spirit of God. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the year. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for this night. We thank you for this Bible study. We thank you for this truth. We pray, Father, that as we hear your words, that they don't fall on deaf ears, but that they sink deep down into our hearts, that we are conformed to the image of your dear son and not think it robbery to be equal with your son because of what you have made us through your, the power of your Holy Spirit. Speak to us your words of truth and help us to manifest that in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I was thinking about uh, today I saw a sheriff's deputy, one that I know um, or have known, and um, he's been always been very kind. He's been a very kind man, man to me and to us here at the community. And he was telling me about how that um, a, um, a seven-year-old girl was being, um, uh, I guess what they call it, raped and molested by her father up here in the county. He said he asked the man a question. Now, you're recording, right, Brother Doug? All right. He said he asked the man a question, and the question that he asked him was this. He said, he said, let me ask you a question. What in the world makes a man want to do something like that? Now, of course, when he said that, I automatically knew what it was. You know what I mean? You know, the thing that uh, our modern-day Christianity and, and all this hellish thing we call Christianity has never taught us. He says, the man says to him, she wanted me to. And he said, as soon as he said that, he reared back and pow, knocked the mess out of him. And uh, the other sheriff deputy said, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. <laughs> now, see, I would have been in trouble because when I hit somebody, I'm messing up some stuff. That I promise you. Ain't going to be no love tap. And that's the reason why I thank God for the law of God written on my heart because if it wasn't for God's law on my heart, I've been done knocked out a lot of people by now. More than knocked out. But it's the, the law that restrains me and refrains me from a lot of foolishness and nonsense. It really does. It really, truly does. It, put, it puts a governor on the human spirit. And then you hear old sister Cindy, bless her heart, don't know if she's going to make it or not. For another three, four years, whatever it is, a student, eighth grade, gets shot and killed this morning. Mother shot and killed. And I, I was talking to the sheriff this morning. Of course, the, the brothers down there listened to me as I was talking to him. And, and I said to him, I said, I said, you know, for, for this county, small as it is, boy, it sure does, whoo, sure does have a lot of hell in it. It sure does. You got Christians, or at least professing once saved, always saved believers, professing to be of God, committing suicide, nervous breakdowns, schizophrenia, mind gone crazy, assaulting each other. 
And any time a man stands up and tell you what the problem is, first thing you do is um, kick. While we in a mess. A mind is messed up. The spirit of mind is messed up. The soul is messed up. You get a man to stand up and declare the law of God in the first thing. We're not under that law. We declare. And of course, our life manifests that we're not under that law. You act, you, you told the truth when you say you're not under that law. Now, I submit, according to the scripture, that if, the man, if a man is not under this law, then there's only one other law that's available. And I'm talking about all this stuff that snowball and cover up and sweet sugar coat and everything else like it. There's only one other law available, and that's the law of sin and death. That's it. That's all the Bible talks about. That's why all the times I ask us, how read you? How study you? How know you, saints of the most high God? You see, a man... Go ahead, brother. Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. You see, a man or a woman does according to what is written on the law of their hearts. So when you see someone committing suicide or making an attempt on it, or you see someone is hating somebody to draw a gun and want to shoot and kill them. Or, or you see uh, all these people professing to be Christians and they're molesting each other and, and constantly attacking each other. What law do you think that is that is manifest? The Bible teaches that it is clearly manifested and it's clearly seen. See, we live in a society that, that we've all been indoctrinated by the lies that tell us we're not under that law. We don't have to do that. We're not under that law. We're free. We're free from that law. We're free from this. Grace has given us this. Grace has given us that. We've got so much grace, and yet all this grace that we're supposed to have has, has done nothing but to produce children of hell. Yeah. You show me, find me one man in, in this generation that is stable in mind, body, soul, and spirit. And I'll show you a generation that'll do everything they can to try to marginalize and kill that man. Yeah. They did the same thing with Jesus. Holiest man ever walked the face of planet earth. And all they want to do is kill him. And they're still trying to kill a righteous man today. Still trying to kill a righteous man today. And there's even something working in you. They're still trying to kill a righteous man today. We don't want a standard. We want pollution. We want perverse. We want the easy way. We want the smooth things spoken to us. We want the things that's going to gloss us off and make us feel good. And that's what makes me, that's what trips me out about this modern day Christianity thing. Because see, when you, you cut on the TV or you look at these movies and you look at all these things that they call Christianity and these people being filled with what they call the Holy Spirit after they get finished singing, after they get finished dancing, after they get finished shouting and screaming and carrying on and it come time to live, you can't tell no difference from them than the people in the world who never even knew God or even professed to know God. And there ain't no way that that's called Bible-believing faith. It just cannot be. I'm going to tell you what the trouble is. And the problem is, the problem is, is that man today does not have the law of God written on their hearts. You see, they believe that when they read this scripture that the law is automatically inserted in a wrong. No, the ability 
to be able to understand and do the law is there. But there's something that even blocks that, and it's called your human will. Paul said, I see a law. One in my members. One against the law of my mind. Trying to bring me into captivity. Captivity to what? To a law of sin and death. That's why this polluted, hypocritical world, they, they love their TBNs and their T.D. Jakes and their Cleflo Dollars and Benny Hens and, and all these other faggots like Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen and, and all, the rest of these, all the rest of these dogs and pigs, Jerry Faldwell and Billy Graham. and they, they love that junk. You know why? Because there's no requirement of you to be holy to the one who birthed you, at least if you make that claim that he has birthed you. I had a preacher not too long ago, at least he called himself a preacher. And I said, let me tell you something, brother. If you a preacher, you're going to love me. I promise you that. Oh, well, well, what do you mean? I said, come on, what, what is the whole law written upon? Come on, these two commandments rest the whole law. What is that? You call it love, don't you? He's looking at me because, you know, he has trouble with my demeanor. And I said, boy, whew, you got trouble with me. I show, do you love Elijah? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Paul? See, we love them because they are far off. They're, they're, they're not in front of our face. But when you read their words, it depends on how you read it now. Because you read according to the way you was according to the way you grew up. That's how you read. You read according to the way you, you know, you grow up. If you're used to receiving stuff soft and, and easy spoken like this in feminine spirit that we have today on the land, then guess what? Anything comes any other way, it'll be offensive to you. Amen. Yep, that's true. Now, my Bible tells me if any man going to come out to Christ, there's a requirement. First thing he has to do is do what? Number one, deny himself. You know what that denying means? That means not only do you have to deny everything naturally and spiritually, but you know, you need to understand and know what the denial is. Deny is you must put down your own preconceived ideas and notions. You must die out to your feelings. You must die to your emotions. You must die to your own natural understanding. Because I promise you, you let somebody sit down and just listen to me anytime at all, I promise you they will never be able to find no fault in the word that I preach. Because it's only coming right from the book. They'll say, well, Pastor, we don't like your delivery and we don't like your application. So I suppose if I put a faggot voice in me, would you like it better then? I was just to the radio day going down the road. You know what California did? Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what he did? Huh? He, 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 he signed into law. Huh? And that's why I keep telling folks, you folks better get your people, you better get your children out of public school. You know what they did? They, they signed it into law in California. Now, you know, you know California is, is one of the uh, biggest buyers of what they call public school books. And you know what it was? You cannot speak against any gender. And the way they define gender is, do not speak against homosexuals. Do not speak against fags. That's what I call them. Queers. We're, going, we're getting to the point where we're going to take down the restrooms to where there's no boy restroom, there's no girl restroom. 
We can bring somebody into the school who is of a both-way sort. And they can teach you how that even though they were born a man, they were always a woman on the inside. Now, if that, it's just like anything else. If something passed in a court of law in this land, you know what that means? Hey man, that supersedes everything and everybody uses, uses that law to state in their case why that they're justified for believing and doing what they're doing. And that's coming right. So if it's in California, guess what? That's just a prelude to getting right on over here. That's a prelude right, right on getting on over here. That's the reason why we can't think halfway straight. You know, you know we cannot. I'm, this is just the truth. And the people out there who call themselves believers, they can't think straight because they don't have God's law written on the table of their heart. How in the world can you walk holy and you don't know what this book says? How can you? How do you, how do you know how to act and you don't know what this book says? How do you know how to respond if you don't know what this book says? This book governs every aspect of our life. Every aspect. Somebody said, well, that book was written by man. You show me one book that wasn't written by man. That's a foolish, ignorant statement. So I'm supposed to believe your little nonsense of a book who you say is inspired by some cardinal-minded pig then, huh? This is the kind of mindset we're dealing with, though. So all it is, is, and if you don't have God's law written on your heart, and if, you don't, if you're not set for the defense of the gospel, any little cliche will throw you off track. Well, this just happened to be the book that's causing all this trouble, right? That's what they said about Jesus. Hmm? You come down here causing all this trouble. Leave us and our world alone. Jesus said, I ain't come to get you. I come to get my people. Amen. And, and look and see how sorry God's people are today. In mind, soul, body, and spirit. Think about that, brothers and sisters. We're going to talk about the law just for a second. I can tell you one thing about the real, true Israel of God. They will never run from truth. They may get convicted. They, they may stagger just a little bit. They may even get a little bit offended. But when it's all said and done, they're going to obey God. They're going to, they're going to die out to themselves. They're going to humble themselves. And they're not going to harden their heart to the truth. Not, not Israel. Israel's not going to do that. 1 Peter 4 1. Rather than me just running here and just popping off the scriptures as I do, just walk around and stuff, I'm actually just flip right along with you. 1 Peter 4 1. See, this also tells where you, if you've really been reading your word or not, too. Hmm? For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, what did Jesus do? He suffered for us, what? In the what? Flesh and everything that this generation purpose is trying to do everything it can to alleviate suffering from the flesh. We look for every antidote that we can to stop any form of suffering whatsoever at all. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves. It didn't tell you go pick up a machine gun. Or an M4, or an M5, or a soft squad automatic weapon, or an M16A2. It didn't tell you to get none of that. 
It tells you to arm yourself likewise with the what? Same mind. What mind is that? The mind to suffer. Now, you got to understand, brother, that you are going to suffer because there's so much mess and nonsense in our minds today. We are going to suffer to remove that junk. Amen. God's law is diametrically opposed against the law of this cardinal-minded reason. Yeah. And so there is going to be a suffering in our minds, Amen. especially when the stakes are high and the requirement is just and it weighs and it means more. Amen. If you ain't got God's law and you're over here and you're not suffering at all, you're just in a false sense of utopia. Yep, that's, right. that's all it is. Somebody got to go to hell. Amen. Somebody, And that's the reason why the church is, hey, you go and check out what they call the Christian psychologist. What in the world is that anyway? Don't they call them shrinks and stuff like that in the world? Shrink? What are you going to do, shrink your mind? God wants our mind to be strong. And that's the reason why we have so much trouble in our flesh today, because our minds are not strong. Amen. Our minds ain't strong at all. Amen. You watch to see how just one little small sickness or one little bite or something gets on this body and how it quickly goes straight to the mind to work to change it. Amen. Get into a physical or spiritual confrontation with somebody, watch to see what happens in the mind. It's the mind. And that's the reason why people are so weak today, because they ain't got nothing in their minds. Amen. Now, to be in the body of Christ, you got to arm yourself with the same mind of Jesus. Jesus, I'm sorry, folks. Jesus wasn't this infeminate faggot, uh, uh, whatever poster they got carried up on these crazy walls nowadays. This long head pig, that ain't Jesus. Amen. A faggot is not going to lay down his life for nobody. Amen. Now, he'll give up his life for AIDS. One of the most nastiest things. Can you imagine a man doing that to another man? That is just nasty. Don't you know what comes out of that end? That is just nasty. See, that's what happens when we move away from the, the law of God. So you get a mind over at Romans. One and two tells us about this kind of mind, too. Reprobate mind. A, mind would, a, a man would turn around and say that he don't want a woman, but then he'll come around and go get some man that's got woman tendencies. A man go get long hair and go get some fingernails and stuff and put on some perfume and stuff, and then a, a same old musky, nasty, stinky man, he won't do the same thing with a man that he won't do with a woman. That is a perverse mindset. Woman said, I don't want no man. Then she'll go find a woman with the lowest haircut. Butch. Who was that woman? We was driving the other day, and we, we, we did a double take. There was that woman. We was driving up the road, and I maybe it was, and there was a woman in a Mustang. And I looked over, and I said, is that a woman? Carol said, I don't know. And that's pretty bad when a woman can't recognize another woman. And I said, Carol said, I think it is. I said, let me scoot up a little bit closer. And lo and behold, it was a man, it was a woman that looked like a man. Act like a man. Everything like a man. Now I'm going to tell you what's happening that the, that the churches ain't going to tell you. Some spirit that she believed has got her in that mindset. 
Yeah, them things that talk to you in your mind. See, you ain't crazy when he, all these things talk to you in your mind. That communication goes on because you believe it. That communication, no, you'll believe it over this. And when you believe that communication and you don't put it in check with this, and if you don't have this in you, there's no way you can put that communication in check with this. So if you got this law of God written on your heart, anything that comes into your mind that is contrary to his law, you cast down, throw away, put it off over to the side, and you'll rejoice for the Lord strengthening you to be able to do it. That's just the way it is, brothers and sisters. That's the reason why nobody's serving God today. Because, see, we all say, we all say, man, man, I love the Lord. And I'm saying, okay, since you love the Lord, how many people are convinced with your walk? That you love the Lord. Hmm? How many people are for sure, for sure fearful when you come around because of your love for God, because you love the Lord? Amen. Let's tell the truth. The salt in this generation are turning into sugar. Amen. And the Bible teaches me we need to be salt. We don't need to lose no kind of savior whatsoever at all. So you get somebody up and start preaching and teaching like this. First thing in mind, say, ah! because of that fearful. Yeah. Revelation got that covered too. Yeah. The fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable. They all going to have their part in the lake of burning fire and brimstone. You know, the Bible tells us that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So why in the world be somebody, why be scared of somebody like me that exalt the law of God? Yeah. Why? If anything, you should be saying, Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to the king. About time. Somebody ain't afraid. Arm yourselves like God with the same mind. For he that have suffered in the flesh, here it is the key, have ceased from sin. See the reason why so much sin going on? That's the reason why so much, hey, you know, you do know when you go over in Ephesians and Galatians and start reading about all these works of the flesh, which are manifest, which are these, debate, backbiters, whispers, all this is included in all that. Hmm? If you suffer in the flesh, you're going to cease from sin. The problem is we ain't suffering. We suffer if a man brings us into bondage. Paul covered that, and we call that suffering. That's the wrong kind of suffering. You ain't suffering. Come on, brothers and sisters. I don't know, but I know one thing here. You have never been deceived about this dying out thing. What's this garbage you mess when we turn around, we smile at each other one minute, the next minute we're full of hell and can't even keep that love of God even when we get out of each other's presence. Last time I checked, Jesus ain't done nothing to nobody but loved him. That's all I did. See, there's no inspiration. There's nothing that is inspiring people today to strive for mastery. Because there's a spirit in this land that's trying to do everything it can to get us to assimilate into its ideal and its form of what it calls real, true, biblical Christianity. I'm telling you, these are lying pigs. These are lying dogs. There's no scripture for this thing called Sunday. Not one script, but yet and still. See, why do they do it? Because they're doing according to what's written on their mind. Yeah. See, that, that law is against God. It's contrary to God. 
1 John 3, 4. That law is against God. That's the reason why people do what they do, brothers and sisters. Not because, don't give me all this. The Bible gives us a warning in Colossians 2. It says, beware, lest any man spoil you through tradition, through philosophy and vain tradition, vain deceit. You beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ, everything is deceiving us today. Because you know why? Amen. The law of God is not written on the mind. Yeah. True, Lord. Amen. There's no way that if a man has the law of God written on his mind, he can't be deceived. Not by this wicked generation. Amen. He can't be deceived. Look what the Bible says in 1 John over here in 3, 4. Hmm? Whosoever committed sin, transgress also what? Whosoever committed sin, transgress also the law. For sin is the transgression of the what? So that's the reason why we got all this justified sin today in the assemblies. They forgot to read this. You don't need to forget to read this, brothers and sisters. Sin is the transgression of what? Of the law. We go, well, that's a little sin. That's a big sin. No, every time you sin, you're transgressing against the one who wrote it. You're transgressing against the one who spoke it. And see, when we put this in our hearts and our minds, do you know what kind of conviction that will come up on us if we seem to fall short of that in any way, shape, fashion, or form? We wouldn't know that the one who has given us his Holy Spirit, the one who has given us his spirit, we wouldn't know. Man, you would suffer. You would suffer because you, you hurt the one who made you, the one who saved you. But today they preach as God, they give you everything anytime you want it, anytime you ask for it, no matter how much sin you do. Hmm? Romans 7, 12. We're going to go ahead and get on the moving here, all right? Romans 7, 12. This is what the word says. Well, for the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good. Now, mind you, what kind of society we live in today? We're not under that law. That's what they tell you. They preach that, and they teach that. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. We're not under that law. Well... You either get under God's law or you automatically default to the law of sin and death. Amen. And no doubt your life will show what law you under. That's right. Amen. That's true, Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. There's no two ways about it, brothers and sisters. Now let's go over here real quick to Exodus 16, 28. Exodus 16, 28. We're going to read here. And, and you see, we flip through the scriptures like this, brothers and sisters, because, you know, you need... When you get finished hearing this Bible study, you need to go back home, and you do need to try to spend some quality time with God trying to put this word in your heart rather than just letting it be here for an hour or a couple hours on Sabbath and then just do nothing about it. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people all the time, especially those who, who say that, you know, I get to deal with a lot of preachers nowadays, and I, I ask them all the time, I say, now you tell me something, how is it that, that you call yourself a preacher and you got trouble with me and all I'm doing is talking God's word? I say those things because I want them to start thinking. Yes, sir. 
There ain't no way a man is going to love God and have trouble with me. There's no way. Ain't there no way possible. Exodus 16, verse 28, And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my what? Laws. See that the Lord have given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place, and let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. There was over here in the time of uh, the Exodus, and, and God was using this as a test commandment. Now, since God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, when has he changed? When has he changed? So guess what? This Sabbath day is still a test commandment. I don't care how many granddaddies you got done dead and went in the grave, or how many grandmamas or great, 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 greats. I don't care that you got a tradition to wear one flip-flop on Sunday and then say praise the Lord. Every tradition you got, I had the same thing. What anybody in here going to tell anybody who loves God's law anything different than we already knew? We all grew up in paganism. We all grew up in heathenism. We all grew up deceived and being deceived. Christmas and Easter and Halloween and Sunday, calling Sunday the Sabbath day, calling it a Christian Sabbath. That's lies. Bowing down the crosses, wearing crosses. Everything that they exalt, God despises. Every single thing about it. And so and then people going, hey, you, you're supposed to be blessed when men separate you from their company. If you walk into that same beaten tomb, you ain't got to worry about no separation. They get along with you just fine. Get along with you just fine. But you got to understand, brothers and sisters, with those who are supposed to be religious, who did Jesus have trouble with? The religious people. Who are the religious people? The scribes and Pharisees and the hypocrites. Don't forget them. There's a lot of them out there. They the one who followed him around, took him to task because he was sitting down eating with publicans and sinners. Yeah. Jesus said, I didn't come to call the righteous to repentance. See, these people already, they're already right in their own eyes. Jesus told them, come on, if you know me, if you know my father, who you say is your God, then you should know me. How you should know me? Well, who do I exalt? Who do I live for? What is my testimony for? Amen. So he had to end up calling them all a bunch of devils. You have your father the devil. Amen. And he even told them you were Abraham's seed. Mm -hmm. Now try that one on for size. Yep. Amen. But the sinners didn't have no trouble with him at all. None with him. They heard him gladly. That's what the word says. But I say the sinners heard him gladly, loved him. Let me tell you something. When I was in service, there was a thing we used to call intestinal fortitude. We need a lot of that today. Amen. We, we sure do. We need a whole bunch of that. But I'm telling you, this weak spirit is, is I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's spewing out all over the land. And, it, and it's supposed to be. Because God warned us it was going to be like that. Yes, sir. Men working with men, that which is unseemly. And that, and that spirit produces a particular spirit. Romans 7. It does. So Romans 7, verse 23. The law of God is holy, brothers and sisters. Yes, 
And that law, we should love that more than anything. Heaven and earth is going to pass, but his word is, is not going to go nowhere. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind bring, and bringing me into captivity to the law of what? Sin. Which is in my members. I don't understand why in the world somebody who said they're filled with God's spirit would have a trouble with God's law. You got a perverse spirit, an antichrist spirit, a spirit of error working in there. God's people love his truth. You ever had a pill that was tough to swallow? God's truth may be tough to swallow, but I'll tell you what, somebody that knows it's good, they'll get it down. Yeah, they will. They will get it down. They'll get that. They'll get down. Don't care what it takes to get it down. We'll get it down. We got to chop it up into pieces, grind it up a little bit, sit there and drink three or four glasses of water with it, but we're going to get it down. That's why when God's people love his law, they're going to get it down. It's going to go into the inner parts. And when it gets down in there, you know what it's going to do? It's going to illuminate. It's going to show the law that is in your members. You're going to see it by how you walk, how you talk, how you think, how you live, how you breathe, how you overcome. You're going to see God's law. Because you put the good stuff down in the inward parts. Paul didn't see. He said, man, I know about this war. Let me tell you about it. I can tell you about it. That's what he was doing. Huh, come on, I'm, I'm the Apostle Paul, the very chiefest of the Apostles. And, and let me give you some insight right here. That's one thing about Paul, boy. He, he showed us his struggles. Didn't have no problem doing it either. That's one thing that Paul didn't do, though. When he said that you didn't despise me because of the infirmities in my flesh, he never did tell you what it was, though. We just knew that there was a, a people that had character back then. That they didn't despise someone because they had an infirmity in the flesh. But yet and still, Paul's infirmity never stopped him from serving God. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. But you know why? Because he had a law. Yeah. He knew what was going on, brothers and sisters. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh, wretched man that I am. Amen. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? There's only one. His name is Jesus. <laughs> Don't let these folks fool you. There ain't no power in all these so-called, what they call sacred names. If his name was so sacred, boy, they done messed it up now. Now, I believe God's name is holy. Amen. Yeah, it is. I, I believe y'all's name is holy and reverence. I will not blaspheme it like these fat pigs and dogs are doing today with their big old mouth. Amen. Amen. They, they, the name of God is blaspheme amongst the heathen because of the way they, the way they behave themselves. Yes, they show the law of God. It's, it's a religion of hate. It's an angry spirit. Doesn't have love in it at all. Nope. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, with the mind, with the what? The mind. I myself serve the law of God. But with my flesh, the law of sin. He knew the difference. He knew what the war was going on. So we shouldn't be perplexed with that. Amen. Matthew 5, 17. <clears throat> Jesus said, think not I come to destroy the law. Think not do what? 
come to destroy the law. What's the first thing they teach you out there? You're not under the law. You're under grace. Huh? Well, grace teaches you the law. Oh, yes, it does, too. Yeah, the grace of God that brings us salvation have appeared unto all men. And it teaches us to deny ungodliness. And the law teaches you how to deny ungodliness. Amen. And worldly lust. Amen. 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 That we should live righteously, soberly, and godly right now in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and that glorious appearing of our great God, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what the law, yes it does. That's grace. That's real true grace right there. Yes, sir. Think not I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy. You know what Jesus said? Yep. Don't even let it enter into your mind. What's all we've been hearing? I know when I was a Baptist, that's all I heard. Yep. You ain't under that law. You ain't under that law. You ain't under, every law they ain't under it. You know what? It's, it's amazing because every law that they're not under, a, a, what they was doing was actually saying, I got a justified license to sin. Yep. Amen. But Jesus said, I come to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth, Pass one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the what? Law. law. To all be fulfilled. Now let me ask you something. Has all been fulfilled? No. Now you better believe it hadn't. I ain't seen New Jerusalem come down yet. Oh, Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Well, 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 check this out. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So there's levels in the kingdom then. Huh? And you believe it or not, there are some people who actually think they're going to make it in by teaching people to transgress God's law too. My word also, it teaches that hey, you're going to have to repent for transgression. Uh-oh. And then Jesus goes and say, look at this. For I say unto you, are you part of the assemblies of God? Are you part of the church of the living God, which is the pillar and ground of truth? Are you born again and filled with his Holy Spirit? Jesus is saying to every single one of us that name the name of the Lord, that name the name of Jesus. He's saying this, for I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed that, shall exceed the righteousness of the Pharisee, of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So, I guess what? Huh? Amen. So, you can't sit up there and not teach people to do the law. Amen. When I read all these scriptures, that tell us that it's not done away with. Amen. i tell you what the problem is. The problem is this thing that they call Christianity today. That's the real problem. Amen. Because they're preaching another gospel who Paul warned us about. Yes, he said there was going to be some people that's going to come and preach another gospel. Yeah, it is. You know, God got it all figured out. Don't you know, God, you call on the name of Jesus, God would do all this good stuff. All, I mean, really. And make you think you're being used to him and then turn around and send you to a living, burning hell. Come on, God, even this foolishness is wiser than the wisdom of man. Huh? You don't remember those that's going to say in that day, Lord, have not I prophesied in thy name? Lord, have we not cast out devils in thy name? Lord, have we not done many wonderful, marvelous works in thy name? Then will he profess unto them and say, You depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. Now, do you love God on that one? Huh, you still love God? Hey, I do. Hey. What's the solution? Make sure you're not a worker of iniquity. 
Huh? That's all you got to do. Make sure you got to work them in it. Huh? Can you imagine not Benny Hinn and all them if they doing any works of miracles at all and they're sitting up here praying? Think they're being used of God and then when they get to glory and they're going to get to the judgment, God going to say, go to hell. Amen. Amen. Ain't going to be no talking back either. Nope. Going to be no rebuttal. Nope. See, so God, he'll sit there and let a man <laughs> be used <laughs> as much as he think he is by gifts and calling of God or without repentance. You don't repent for giving a gift. He let you sit up there in that iniquity state because you refuse to repent because you're too prideful, too heady, too high-minded. Then he turn around and send you to a living, burning hell. You'd have done many marvels work. You'd have cast out that. Well, we can't use that as this generator because they ain't casting out nothing. They're receiving everything. They're a host for everything that comes, but they ain't casting out too much of nothing. You know, Americans ain't got no devils. Especially sacred name and Christian Americans. They ain't got no devils. They all everywhere else. Well, yeah, you eat the sickest, most diseased country on the face of planet Earth. Amen. I'm going to tell you what. No, nah, we ain't got no devils. We got every one of them. Amen. That's right. Amen. You better believe it. We, we are a habitation of devils. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you know what this type of preaching do? It'll make you mad towards sin. It mean it make it mad that you've been so soft pedal with it and deceived by it. Yes, sir. Yeah, amen. Yeah, it will. Amen. Yes, sir. Well, I tell you what, brothers and sisters, I hope we get this thing. I really, truly do. Let's go to Jeremiah thirty-one real quick. Everybody should know this by now. Everybody should know this by now. You see, brothers and sisters, there's a reason, and purpose, intent, the reason why God gave you His Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, don't tell me that these, come on, don't tell me that people are full of God's Holy Spirit. Hmm? Doing a Holy Ghost dance and everything and, and doing everything that the Bible said, the Holy, but then they won't obey God's law. Huh? Come on, brother and sister. Jeremiah 31, 31. Behold, the days come and save the Lord that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. And with the house of Judah, not according to the old covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was a husband unto them, said the Lord. That's like an unfaithful wife, just breaking covenant with the husband. That's what God is saying. But this shall be the covenant that I make with the house of Israel after those days. You know what after those days are? After the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is the covenant that he made. Because yeah. Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood, Hallelujah. which was shed for many. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's, that's the after those days, brothers and sisters, and we are Amen. under that covenant. Yeah. I will put my law into their inward parts. Where are you going to put them at? So don't be turn around hollering glory, hallelujah, praise the Lord and stuff, and then you ain't got no answer for what's going on. And I will write it in their hearts. You hear that? How does God write in your heart? That's why he told us, you study, show yourself approved. You be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. He gives us everything to do it. Come on, brothers and sisters. 
When God's law is written on your heart, when God's law is in your inward parts, look what he said, and I will be their God. So don't tell me that all these other people got God when they're transgressing his law, transgressing his word. Everything we ever see, heaven and earth going to pass away and his word ain't going nowhere. I tell you that these are nothing but deceivers. These are nothing but devils in disguise. Yeah. That's all they are, brothers and sisters. Lying and fleecing the people. Yeah. That's what they are. God said, I will be your God. And they shall be my people. And look, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord. For they, for shall, for, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, said the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity Amen. and I will remember their sins no more. See, that's another thing how we know that God's law is written on the tables of our hearts. Because we go and do exactly what it says and what does he do? Man, I'm let me tell you something. As a believer, man, I've done, done some sin and boy, God has forgiven it. Amen. I didn't go and willfully do it, but I'm telling you, he forgave it. And you know how you know I how you know I know that he has forgiven me? No condemnation. No black cloud above my head. You don't see me walk around. Nobody. He's my father. I'm his son. Say, Father, I've sinned against you. I, I, I've sinned against you. Mercy. Please forgive me of my sins. I got the message. I got the message, Father. Hallelujah, I got the message. And you know what he does? He wipes that right away. Huh? Pats me on the head, slaps me on the back, saying, now go on and serve me. I say, thank you, sir. If you're waiting for me to sit around over in some corner, you forget about that. It ain't going to happen. Mm -mm. It ain't going to happen. Mm -mm. God didn't save me to put me in a corner. He saved me to get out of the corner. Hallelujah. So when there's no more remembrance of sin, there can't be no condemnation then. huh? Because it's that remembrance of sin that keep you from doing the will of God. Hallelujah. So you sitting and toying around and playing with sin. And you stay there too long, you ain't going to overcome it. It's going to overcome you. Yep. And that's the problem today. Yep. People being overcome by what's in their minds. Yep. You go do one little thing that's off course a little bit, and the devil uses condemnation, uses his main force, which is guilt. Yep. Cast a heavy, dark cloud of guilt over you, and you feel like you ain't got enough room to breathe. Amen. You know the reason why? Because you concentrate more on that law of sin and death rather than the law of Christ. Yeah. Who has made you free from that law? Does not the scripture say, if we sin, we got to navigate with the Father? Jesus Christ the righteous. Is that right? Ah, thank you, Father. I don't want to let the blood of that covenant show that he, was, that he came in vain. No, uh -uh. I'm going to let it do what it's supposed to wash me. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8.
I hope we're understanding this, brothers and sisters. Yes, you know, in a nutshell, basically what's being said, study. Find out what God says. Put it in your heart and then live after that. Give no place to shame. Give no place to the shadow of doubt in your lives. Live for Jesus and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And get rid of all that old crazy junk you mess around with. It ain't doing nothing for you at all. Amen. Things of God supposed to be done for edification. Yes, sir. Supposed to be done to exhortation. Even when all that, supposed to give some comfort. Amen. Hallelujah. Is that right? Amen. All right, look at this. Hebrews 8.10. Look what the Bible says. For this is the covenant that I will make in the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their what? Mind. Isn't that something? Amen. And I will write them in their hearts. Yes, and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me what? A people, brothers and sisters. That, that's beautiful, is it not? Yes. Is that not beautiful? Yes, now let's go to Zechariah 7 here real quick. I want to show you something. Zechariah 7. Starting at verse 12. Listen real close, all right? Yea, they made their hearts as an adamant stone, lest they should hear the law. You see what the problem is today? You see what the problem is today? They have made their hearts an adamant stone. You know what? There's something bad going on in the congregation of the Lord when people make their heart so hard. That they even refuse to hear God's law and make themselves do the Lord's will, regardless of what they feel like. Amen, Amen. Amen. Amen brothers and sisters. And the words which the Lord of hosts have sent in his spirit by the former prophets. Therefore came a great wrath from the Lord of hosts. Therefore it has come to pass that as he cried... And they would not hear, so they cried. And I would not hear, said the Lord of hosts. So, hey, you make your heart hard, cry out all you want. God ain't going to hear. He ain't going to hear. You're just going to sit there and stay there. Amen? There ain't no power in this thing they call Christianity. None at all. No power at all, brothers and sisters. Hey, we hope that some way, somehow, that you get edified by God's word. But I can tell you one thing. I'm telling you, God didn't put y'all up here to hear no soft peddling, oh, um, spineless cockroach, yellow belly catfish of a preacher. Nuh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you ain't never met a man before in your life, you just met one. You better believe that. That's right. What is a man? A man is a man that stand on the word of God. That's a real man right there. That's a real man right there. A man that loves God. Amen. You can cut it off, brother Shane. God's law must be exalted in our minds. We must stop giving place to all this junk and garbage that is fighting against God's law in our hearts. You know when you're doing God's will, you're happy. And you're at peace. You should know that by now. When you're disturbed, and something ain't right, you can tell, you should know by now there's a devil there. He came to give us all these things so we can be happy, brothers and sisters. But don't expect no happiness when you're kicking against his will. 
people tell you around here, hey, I'm an advocate of strength. I, I'm, I'm saying I believe in strength, brothers and sisters. The strength I believe in is everything in its proper order and perspective brings strength. Believe when you take a brother, you put him with brother, that makes strength. I believe that. You put the sisters with the sisters, that, that makes strength. And then you're going to have one that's got some impeccable character. Amen. Both ways. It calls for strength, though. You get too much communication going on, you don't see me. You'll see me out in the open talking with the sisters a little bit here, a little bit there because I'm ministering with them. After that, I'm gone. They'll tell you. Even while I'm talking to them, I'm, I'm pulling. They'll tell you. Don't mind giving the word of the Lord. But right, let me tell you something. If I got to tell you something two, three, four times in a row, are you getting the word of the Lord or are you trying to seduce God and force him to do your will so you can get some comfort? Come on, brothers, sisters. We don't change our heart, put God's laws in our hearts and in our minds. Just like the book said, going to be just like these people you hear about and read about every single day who claim Christianity. Killing each other. Committing suicide on each other. Amen. Sitting up in the hospital getting cut on like, 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 like we're butchering a deer. The word said that Jesus came to give us life and that what? More abundantly. And of course you go with these sorry pigs out here called a prosperity teacher. They'll tell you abundant life, huh? huh? They tell you you're a king, you're an heir because forget about how you live. God going to give you everything you want. Somebody asked, well how in the world do people get all that? Huh? Because they finally figured out how to get it. But I tell people all the time, you better enjoy it while you got it. Because you're going to spend all of eternity paying for it. So they look down at me, my old dirty jeans, my nasty cow, dung boots, half shaven, smelly. <laughs> you supposed to be a man of God, huh? Yeah, one you ain't never met before. When I get finished talking to folks, boy, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to preach and teach God's word. I don't care where I go, brothers and sisters. That's just the truth. They're going to know it's a difference. God didn't save me to continue on in the world. Amen. He saved me to bring me out of it. And I'm working out my salvation every day. You should do it also with fear and with trembling, knowing that the Lord know them and are his, and the Lord is not going to be mocked. Amen. See, that's grace when God tells me he ain't going to be mocked. That's purity grace, brothers and sisters. Amen. Man, to find God, you can't help but to love someone to tell you what they expect. Amen. At least there's no room for gray areas. Amen. There ain't no room for gray areas. Amen. But I'm telling you, this spirit of this weakness it's trying to devour the whole entire assembly. Yes, sir. People ain't got no substance at all, nothing no more. Nah. And the Bible tells us, you be careful. 
lest you be weary and faint in the spirit of your minds. So why do people do what they do? Well, they show the law of God, which is written. Now remember, thou shalt have no other gods. Hmm? So if you serve in sin, you show on the law of your God. You serve in the one true eternal heavenly father, you show on the law of your God. Let's just go on and tell the truth in a simple nutshell. Hmm? A lot of times we stay playing with sin in our mind because we really want to be more comfortable doing what we're doing. When all we got to do is say, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. That's all you really got to do. It's a change of mind. Every time you ever grown anything in the Lord, it's all because you willfully change your mind. You decide, I'm dying right now to this. I don't care what the devil say. I don't care what it's going on in my mind. I'm dying right now to that. I'm not hearing that no more. And that's when, that's when, that's when you got the power from God to walk upright. As long as you're sitting there, as soon as the thought come up, you're right back. You, man. The Bible says a double-minded person is unstable, not just one way, all of them. All their ways. Double mind, two spirit. Unstable in all their ways. See, you need to start reproving yourselves, brothers and sisters. You really, truly do. You need to start reproving yourself. Because I'm telling you right now, God is a God of honor, truth, integrity, and strength. And there ain't nobody who's ever lived and died and living today is going to get past his holy judgment. And if you're going to tell him, I, you know, it, you, can you believe somebody's going to have the audacity to tell God, well, Lord, I couldn't overcome this because. He's going to say, what? I'll be surprised if you even get the ability to even say something. Because he said, in that day, all the secrets of men's heart are going to be revealed. He lets us know what them secrets are. You know what the secret is? Your intent. It makes no difference if you're deceived in it or not. Amen. It's your intent. Your intent will be made known. Yes, sir. Now, a righteous man, love judgment, boy. Yes, yeah, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Righteous man, pray that David prayer. Lord, show me my wicked way. When you get showed, don't go back to it again. Uh, you get tempted, harassed, or whatever, something like that, that don't mean you have to go back to it again. Amen. That means you just got God's law there to know what to do about the temptation. Now, make no mistake, mistake. The reason why people don't serve Jesus today is because their mind ain't strong. Amen. And how can your mind get strong when, hey, Halloween's coming up. Hmm? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way right around the corner. Rabbit finna lay eggs right after that. <laughs> And then on top of that, every single week, Sunday. No wonder people ain't strong. And I tell you what, sin, boy, the devil is showing out in this little geographical location where we're at. Huh? Ain't even coming nigh us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 
Uh, and we wonder how we're being kept by the power of God. Yeah. Ain't even coming nigh to us. Isn't that something? I said to the sheriff. Did I not say this to the sheriff? The sheriff, deputy, he was a sergeant. Brother Doug and Brother Sergeant, I said, there's one thing about here. You ain't going to never have to worry about no domestic violence down here where somebody shooting somebody and killing somebody down here because we don't like the way they are. Hmm? You ain't never have to worry about coming out here because somebody's drunk and ain't disturbing the peace. I said, it's amazing that, you know, here, I know we're popular. They talk about us like pigs and dogs, but yet and still, look at who's peace and who ain't. Yeah. Remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm? Then they will use reverse psychology and say, they're just an arrogant, prideful people. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that something? Huh? That's when you rebuke them sharply, boy. You just you lay into them. And then... Cut them up with that word. Amen. That's one thing we hate in this generation. Rebuke. Amen. Correction. Amen. Instruction. You know, correction and instruction is only given for one reason. That the man of God may be perfectly. They don't even know it. They don't even know it. Have a whole bunch. Your house won't be desolate. You have all kind of furniture in it. For what? Good works. Good works. Good works. But today, we got that good words and fair speeches that deceive the heart of the simple. How you doing? Hi. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Ain't God good? If man can see that hypocrisy, what can God see? Huh? Don't, does he not give us discerning of spirits? Are there not nine gifts to the spirit? Does he not give us discerning of spirits? Some a little bit more advanced than others. Depends on, you get much as God as you want. And you get much as God as, as much as you die. I tell you what, Father, it makes no difference what anybody. I tell you what, I receive that word of truth. Amen. And I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Again. Amen. Do I not do that, honey? I'll get up here and I'll preach. Blah, 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 and I'll go home. Click, 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 click. And I'm listening to the preacher. I'm going, oh, Lord. You don't ever have those moments in time throughout the day you go, you find, all of a sudden you find a place where you're falling short. And you go, Lord, God, have mercy on me, Father. Hmm? He gives you mercy. Then you straighten back up, stick your chest back out, and go, yeah. That's how you do that. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's how you do that. That's how you get some strength, brother. Yes, 
Don't let this world swallow you up. Tormenting your mind, got too many devils. Mm -hmm. And that's because you want them. You don't have to believe. Brother, so we're going to be tempted. That's all there is to it. God ain't the one that does the tempting. How many folk want patience? Really? You don't want no patience, huh? Wow. I want a abundant supply of it. But I do know this, that I'm going to be tried for that patience. That's what we don't want. We don't want the trial of our faith. You know, the, the thing that works perfection. But we want patience, but we don't. See, the one thing I didn't get to, which you should have read this past Sabbath when I gave y'all that outline, was I, I gave y'all all those scriptures that says you need an answer. You don't answer now. You will answer. You understand? In our time, judgment is not executed speedily. If I was up here preaching and teaching the word and I said, come on, give me an answer, nobody, and all of a sudden you decide not to give an answer and God will start all of a sudden, the breath just start going right out of your body like that. You know how I many people would answer? Yeah. <laughs> they that was under the law died without mercy. Yeah. Sure did. Died without mercy. That's your same loving God that don't change. Same yesterday, today, and forever. And because we're still breathing, filling up iniquity, filling up our own will and way, we think we got mercy. So that's deceived. That's yes, deception. Scriptures don't teach that, brothers and sisters. Hmm? The Bible says you count the long suffering of God as your salvation. You should be glad God tolerating you. You should be glad, glad is he putting up with you. I promise you, if I backslide, turn around, and go to hell, New Jerusalem's still going to come down. And it's still going to be filled with his people. I know that. So that's why I live for him. Let somebody else be without the city. All the dogs, the sorcerers, and the whoremongers, and whosoever love and live. Let them get on out there. I'm going in. You better be a head man. Write God's laws. Write it in there. You want to shake. You want to waver. You want to be in a valley of decision. You can know your God. You can know Him in the beauty of holiness. Hmm? How excellent is His name? Suppose I have a few people. I'm to little singing. I told him, I said, man, I said, whoever, whoever want to get up and sing, sing. And we give everybody an opportunity to sing. Have fun. More than anything, worship. You know, come on, let's glorify the Lord. Amen. See, what'll happen is, if God, if these people see how serious we are when we sing songs of Jesus, conviction will move up on them. The Holy Spirit will. You know, we go places now. You know, they see us rejoicing whenever songs of Zion come. And they, you know what they do to make their people feel more comfortable? Uh, you, 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 you worship the Lord your way. Huh? <laughs> Say what? Yeah. Worship the Lord your way. 
What? What is that anyway? Sing aloud, clap hands, wave, dance, shout. That's praise. Then that comes the worship. How you worship the Lord? In spirit and in truth. Got to have the spirit. Of course, that's what missing too nowadays. You know, you know, you get everybody got all this spirit and everything. Yeah, yeah, they do too. They got all the spirit. Got all the spirit. Had God tell me a few weeks ago. He he said, you know, man, the way you talk, ain't nobody gonna listen to you. I said, yeah, they will. Who? I said, his people. I don't expect for you to hear. Why? I said, your dog. Huh? What'd you call me? I said, your dog. You don't like that? Take a pig. It doesn't make no difference to me. Amen. You don't love. I said, isn't that something? I said, I tell you what, if I don't love, you show me so I know how. He got even more I said, harder he got. Hmm? Come on, you little salamander. You're not dealing with some old little fluky Baptist preacher sitting around here, boy. <laughs> you're dealing with a man of God first time you ever met one maybe the last time but you're going to remember this engagement I promise you that one maybe pre-adventure God will give you some repentance for your little wicked life and the way you're talking right now too then go to the next person praise the Lord how you doing talking to him man Man, they, man, that's one of the nicest guys I ever met in my life. He go to talk, huh? <laughs> Shit, what in the world? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise we love the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we bless you for your words of truth. May these sayings sink deep down into our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. amen. You know, a lot of times I try to forget a lot of these people's names. Or even talking. I can't even remember the name. I don't even try to. I talk to so many people when I get out there. I just thought I'd tell you some of the real life stories. Live for Jesus. Give you peace, joy, in the Holy Ghost. He'll do that. I promise you will, brother and sister. But it's going to take a transformation of mine. That's right. You ask uh, old Sheriff Sergeant Benny. He'll tell you, man, I'm the nicest preacher he ever met. I said, hey. Ask the sheriff, what can I do, brother? Come down there and preach in the jail cell. Oh, man, you go there, all you got to do is go talk. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll tell him myself. Did he not say that, brother? Saying? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell him myself. I said, yeah, boy, when I come, woo-hoo. going to do something about it. They're going to know that I'm preaching. Mm -hmm. Do it a whole lot different than they do. Coming down there, see, I'm sure they're going there. First, we're going to sing a song. Amazing grace, how sweet. All the inmates look at each other. The sound. They heard it before. Maybe their mama, grandmama, somebody say, they say, oh, red like me. Then they sit down and they listen to some old boring sermon make you want to pull your hair out. I looked a little bit different when I went to go to jail. I don't know. May Lord Lee, I mean, he always give me a little bit. Of, I do a little bit different though. 
I pulled me up a chair. I said, all right, hey, talk to me. What's going on? Hmm? Let me ask you four questions. How much of this hell you got to go through before you're going to surrender all your whole life to Jesus? Well, well, well. Man, you don't even know what's going on, do you? Huh? See, that's how the common folk heard him gladly. See, people think preaching is, the Bible said Jesus, he went and he preached what? Everywhere. Is that right? Hmm? Went out to the seaside, people sitting there listening to him. Huh? And, they, and, and everywhere he went, they wanted to hear some more. You know the reason why? Hmm? Because he didn't tell them about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Not the sinner. They don't know about no Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hmm? What, they, what they need to know is the understanding of their condition of their heart for sin and know that there's an antidote to it, the Savior called Jesus. You give a man an antidote to some sin, the chances are a lot of them will take it, provided that their mind and conscience hadn't been seared. Yeah. That's the gospel, brothers and sisters. Amen. Well, you just talk to them the way you talk. Come on, the way you talk to them. Amen. That's how Jesus did it. Huh? How did he talk to Zacchaeus? Man, Zacchaeus walking along the road. Zacchaeus up in the tree. <laughs> hey, Zacchaeus. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on down, man. Got to go to your house and eat. Amen. Go to my house and do what? Eat. Man, you mean tell him we ain't going to have church service? Man, come on, go. We're going to go with your house and eat, man. Talk to him. Huh? Jesus told him different little stuff. Man, got to his heart. Man, you know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Whoever I've done wrong, man, I'm going to give it back to him. I sure am. I, I'm going to do it, too. You know what Jesus said? Just because of, watch this now, watch this now. Not because he said, Lord, I'll receive you in the name of Jesus. Come into my heart. Jesus said, salvation has came to this house. You know why? Because there was a transformation of mind. There was something there that was, that, was, that was able to receive the entrance of his word that give life to bring forth them righteous works of God. That was under that covenant. Then when the apostles came, they just flat out told Jesus, hey, be this known unto you this day. That the Lord Jesus, the one who was crucified for you. But you know what? Before they even talked to him about that, they talked to him about the law and the prophets. They were able to expound. That's the reason why folks, I keep telling you, that's the reason why folks ain't getting saved today. Because how many folks can actually preach from the law and prophet salvation? Amen. Huh? If you got 100 preachers, you can only pick one now. There's only like one out of 100 now. Because they can't do it. They can't go from the law and the prophets. And expound salvation unto them. How else did they get saved? They didn't have Acts, Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, Ephesus, Philippi. They didn't have all that. And getting still, folks were getting saved, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and continue on the power of God. Today we hear it, and ain't nothing going on but a bunch of heartache, a bunch of trouble, a bunch of discord, a bunch of envy, jealousy, strife, sedition, heresy, malignity, backbiters, whispering. So somebody's doing the gospel a great injustice. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. It's real, brother. This is real. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You motivated, Ashley? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Inside. Yes, They're going to bathe. Yes, sir. 
You enjoy the word? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You ain't saying that because you scared of me, huh? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Sir, is it going to do something to change your heart? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You didn't say that. You just shake your head. Good. Yeah. What did you say? You beat me to it. I'll beat you to it. That's good. Come on, brother. So that one right there. I mean, come on. When y'all think about that one right there, man, that, that should be one, man. I'm telling you. If God can save Ash, he can save anybody. Look at us now. Didn't you say that about yourself? Now, he just got her into the gate. Now, she got to stay saved. That's the hardest part right there. Ain't that right? Stand saved. Isn't that right? Stand saved. Huh? I tell you what, when you hang around me, you're going to stay saved. Yeah, y'all. Because I told you. I keep telling you, man, I had this vision one time. Anyway, I ain't going to go over that. I did. So did. One thing I'm for sure of, I'm going to the kingdom. But I tell you what, y'all, hey, boy, thank God y'all just about out of school because it's sad. We, we, all those children, they get homeschooled. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. They told me down in Louisiana, $15,000 to have a baby. $15,000 to have a baby in Louisiana. People in the world have them all day long. We call that American justice. Somebody needs to start promoting some civil disobedience. Bless y'all. Don't let me bore y'all. <laughs> brother, brother Rod said up there, he's hit bad in short way. <laughs> hit bad in short way. Oh, how you doing, man? 